Greetings everybody from the wonderful land of Sweden. Just outside Stockholm, we just arrived here. I don't know what day yesterday. It's like the time the time zones are different, the the air is different, the trees are different, the sky is different. The culture is different, but there's one thing that's the same that underlies all these differences wherever you go, wherever you are, wherever you encounter, whatever experiences you come into. And uh, we'll explore that today. What is that essence, that, that, that ever-present essence that's the same that underlies all that comes and goes, arises and falls, that appears and disappears? Welcome, Tracy. Welcome, everybody. When you're entering, please share where you're from. You hit the heart button, the wow button, if there's things that you like, if there's things that are interesting, if there's things that are happening that excite you, that, that startle you, that amaze you, that are magical, that are miraculous, let us know. Communicate anytime. Share your comments, your questions anytime. Welcome, Julie. Share your inquiries, your, your insights anytime. And um, this is a co-creative endeavor. This is a co-creative endeavor. I want to share a couple things that are happening. Um, one is that we have a silent retreat that we're really excited about happening uh, the end of August in Gainesville, Florida. And Annie will be um, supporting me and facilitating that. So there's a registration there's a registration link for that to check into. And um, there's a uh, I'm going to be journaling slash blogging slash writing slash posting from this journey this is a really amazing journey that we're on and it's just getting going and there's some there's some really um exciting legs of the journey i haven't shared publicly yet that we're we're envisioning we're really close to confirming so um, i'm going to be sharing through writing through through photographing through video any and i both will be sharing um from this journey so Stay tuned for that, and hopefully um, after this, the next few hours, I'll get the first one out. Some really interesting things to share that happened over the last 24 to 48 hours uh, to share with you. Julie Day is a good, wonderful, amazing old friend of mine. We've known each other for a long time, and um, I first, when I first connected with Julie, she was in uh, Texas, and then... She was in Los Angeles, and then we had a, a heyday of being in Asheville together and kind of at the same time, an amazing community, and things were, there was this really tremendous energy of, uh, I don't know, creativity and, and um, fun, and um, just learning and growing and evolving together. And then she moved to South Carolina, and now I'm in Sweden, she's in South Carolina, and and um, I'm excited to connect with her today and catch up. And she's really doing some really interesting things, some, really, some stuff that I think is really important, some really important messages to share that she's tuning into. And let's see if I can bring her on right now. Julie Day. We're adding her. It's a matter of connecting. Yes, there you are. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I look like I'm totally washed out. But hi, I want to give you a hug. <laughs> hi, so good to see you. Hi, it's so good to see you. Holy yeah. smokes, you're in Sweden. Hi, yeah. Annie. It's fun. You know, what's cool is this goes out on Facebook Live, and it also will go out on um, 
as a as a podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Cool. So so some people will just listen to like by audio later. Uh-huh. So we're doing this thing. We're doing like a peekaboo thing right now for those who won't be able to see. This is like, hey, I see you. Yeah, I see you too. That's what's happening right there. Yeah, Brian so, is yeah, looking all cool because you know. <laughs> I am. You go, you go, dear host. I am. <laughs> um, it's cool. What's cool is we like you and I. It feels like we haven't like caught up in a while and had a chance to connect and share. So it's a great opportunity to do that and connect with other hundreds of other amazing people as well. Um, mm. But yeah, kind of. I guess. Practical Mystics is a, is a project that you started, right? Yeah. Well, tell us how that came into being. Tell us, like, how that came into being and, and what that is and how that relates to, like, your movement and your own journey. Oh, gosh. Brian Piergrossi starting with the big guns right away. Um, <laughs> and it's so funny, right? Because, like, for me, talking spirituality or like humanness, like that feels like second nature, but to talk about my work and what I do, like the 3D, um, that's always uh, uh, interesting for me. (laughs) Okay, so Practical Mystics, you know, it was born out of this knowingness that the, 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 the awakening path is just the beginning, right? Like, like when we wake up, when we become conscious, mindful peeps, that's the beginning. And then there's this whole embodiment process that gets to happen. That is that I found in my journey and, and most people that I talk to is the bulk of the journey. You know, like awakening is something that usually happens uh, uh, quickly or in a concentrated period of time. And then this embodiment journey where all that that you woke up to now gets to come down into your skin and bones and you get to, to begin to live life as this awakened being and all the junk in the trunk starts to come up and unwind itself because now it's no longer a match for your frequency. However, you know, life brings you curriculum after curriculum after curriculum to, to help that, that releasing, that unwinding. So I wanted to give mysticism and spirituality a little bit of grounding. So, you know, Practical Mystics was born and, and it's been a blast. And I, I really, it, it feels like a mission. And I, I was so excited to talk to you today, Ryan. Um, finally, I, we haven't caught up in months. So this is kind of a catch up uh, for, for me in this moment. And uh, I wish I could ask you lots of questions as well. <laughs> Maybe I can. <laughs> well, you know, what's awesome is, yeah, it's like, there's a sense of like, there's an awakening to your, the way I feel it is awakening to your true sense of self. Right. <laughs> and then it's like, for me, like just speaking for myself, there's a sense of like, Oh, there's a, there's a me. That's not this body. That's not this story of me. That's not this, idea of who I think I am that's not it doesn't even it's beyond space and time altogether right so it's like this amazing awakening to this true sense of who you really are and then it's like oh and I'm like still here in this body like in this story in this you know in these relation relationship or relationships with my family with my mom and dad with my 
children, with my job, with, you know, with being in debt or whatever the situation is, you know, it's like, this right. is my life. Right. That's what's like bringing these things together, right? There's this thing that, yeah. a term that people talk about that you've, I don't know, I've heard you use as a term spiritual bypass, right? Mm. So do you feel like that kind of relates to this, that's a potential like kind of pitfall? I think it's uh, kind of the main pitfall, or at least what what I've observed in myself and, you know, like clients and, and, and people that I dialogue with. Um, you know, I think that there's this, collective consciousness wounding in religion or through religion that then got handed down to new paradigm spirituality. It just, it just looked a little different, you know, where the humanness is shamed, you know, the, the, the shadow, the shit, the grit, the, the, the grist that we learn from actually, and that we get to grow through and transform through um, it's, it's shamed and it's, it's highlighted as something to escape, to uh, to fix, to um, and and potentially to just transcend. You know, just be better than that, be bigger than that, be be more loving than that. And so, you know, in in religion, it gets talked about as sin, sinfulness. You know, the error of of being human. But then a new paradigm spirituality it looks like bypassing the humanness you know we um we have stuff come up and we don't want anyone to see it and we want to you know live in the light and be loving human beings oh but i have all this anger oh but that's not spiritual you know it's this separation between uh, and you're smiling brian has stuff to say on this one <laughs> um, <laughs> Right. It's the it's the my, my humanness is separate from my spirituality or, or something to figure out and to fix rather than the humanness is holy and is a part of of my soul's infinite adventure of of life, you know, and that, and that that goes beyond the earth realm, you know. And so now here ooh, in this game called Earth, I have a body and I have emotions and I have this illusion of separation that is now my tool to work with. Um, but it, but it's not by, by bypassing the humanness, it's going into the heart of it. It's, it's really letting yourself be fully human, which was the, the, the topic that you know is so awesome for today. But what do you have to say? Yeah, I love what you're saying. I love what you're saying. I, I think that, um, what I think of people talk about non-duality, right? Non-dual realization or non-duality, meaning like everything is one, the realization that everything is one. So if everything is one, then why are you separating emotion? Why are you separating feelings? Why are you separating um, anything from anything, right? If everything is one, then it's, yeah. it's really embracing whatever is arising in all its humanness or non-humanness or, you know, these are all just labels. It's like yeah. whatever present, whatever is arising is the divine. Yes, and... And, 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 and I want everyone to like lean in, like, like really hear this because I think that, you know, especially given last week when we had these um, celebrity suicides that were really impactful for people, humaning is the Olympic feat. Being fully in your humanness, being able to be with things like anger, agitation, sadness, depression, to be with circumstances that are, 
that are, um, you know, experienced as horrible or awful or, or, you know, gut-wrenching. This is the most challenging thing to do. And I think that there's this shame around our circumstances that stops us from really bearing witness to this Herculean thing called being awake and being human and letting yourself be with the anger or be with the sadness. It's Herculean. It's Olympic. It's, it's the, it's the penultimate thing, you know, and, and I just want to give so much props to that, you know, like, like this shouldn't be shamed. This should be celebrated, right? Like, like what if Facebook posts became, you know, oh my gosh, I'm going through this breakup. It's so awful, y'all. I'm completely gutted. I'm at life level 87. I am transforming the shit through this. Whoa, I'm being ripped up and born anew. <laughs> like, like, can we, can we, can we start that kind of movement? And I think I see little traces of it. Yeah, it relate the word I the word that comes up for me what you're saying that I what I just love is authenticity. You know, mm. being authentic. And I think we really we really relate to, we really appreciate, we just we love, we feel connected to, we feel a sense of you can't we feel connected to people that are on in a public space that are authentic. They're just kind of doing their own thing and they're 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 not trying to copy anybody or be like anybody else. There's something about that that we just we just really appreciate because it reflects, you know, the potential we have inside ourselves to be that authentic inside ourselves too. And then in personal relationships, I mean, you really can't have intimate relationships if you're not being authentic. You know, if you're trying to be somebody, you're trying to be the perfect woman, you're trying to be the perfect man, you're trying to be the idea of what you think the great, the great partner is or the great, like you're, you're being fake and you're not going to have intimacy. You can have a relationship, but it won't be intimate. You know, this this happens. Okay. People will have relationships like they go on for years, but they don't yeah. really know each other. They're not really connecting with each other. They're not really deepening into a sense of a unified field together because there's an image here and an image here. And they're trying to project this image to each other, let alone to the world, but they're projecting an image to each other. And it, it's just really tiring. It's really exhausting, you know? And at some yeah. point it's like, at some point, maybe it's like, oh, I just got to like be myself, you know, I just got to be myself and being myself is actually the ultimate spirituality. It is actually the yeah. ultimate um, awakening. That's what's so beautiful about what you're saying is like the ultimate goal is not to transcend anything, but to there's actually a term Ken Wilber uses, which is transcend and include transcend and include so Ooh. it's actually to it's actually to include everything right mm -hmm. to include all the parts of yourself and like love all the parts of yourself and then if you can love what i find is if you can love all the parts of yourself you can love all the parts of other people or the things around you because they're just reflecting parts of yourself yeah you know i i i did this little facebook post i think like maybe a year maybe two years ago and, and so many like, you know, spiritual teachers out there, including yourself, loved it. And, um, and, and it's because we get it. And, and the post went something like, you know, I think all that spiritual stuff that I did, all those practices, all those processes, all those years, all those ceremonies, all those rituals, all those prayers was just so that I could come home to myself and be human and be Julie and be here. 
you know? Like I was so busy being, you know, like you were saying, like projecting and trying to be this and trying to get this and, you know, uh, and (laughs) it was the spiritual journey that enabled me to be human. I don't think I was human beforehand. I think I was just ego. (laughs) So ironic, right? Yeah, I was a pain body. Hmm. When do you think yeah, it's, that you... It's, it's... Go ahead, there's a little ask, delay, it's okay. Th- yeah, I was noticing that too. We'll just have <laughs> moments like this and then moments of gazing. That's so, that's so Brian Pierre Grossi. <laughs> the deep, the deep presence and gazing. <laughs> um... When do you think you really aligned with your humanness and, and, and was able to be authentically Brian? Like, when was that tipping point? I feel like it's like an ongoing journey, you know? Like, I don't feel like there's, like, a sense of, like, oh, you know, it's over, I did it, and now, like, whatever. You know, it's, like, it's a sense of, like, it's almost like um, being mindful to every moment. It's, like, being present to every moment, being mindful of every moment. And it's, like, it's, like, um, it's, like, um, I've seen the metaphor of like walking a journey, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a place you're going, but actually what's more, most important is the journey, being mindful of every step, being mindful of every mm-hmm. step, you know, every moment being present. Um, so that's what comes forward to me. <laughs> this moment of like the humanness is like what's alive in the moment, you know? But do you feel that there was a tipping point where you started to feel a little bit more at ease with being authentic, authentically you, or more um, skillfulness the table? I, um, I don't think there was like a, mo- like a like kind of light bulb moment or like this big shift in that way. I think it, it was like a, just kind of, gradual and um it's one of the things that i'm that i've been looking at as far as like what i share publicly is um because like i said that's what that's what i like the most that's what inspires me the most is like a real authenticity and Mm -hmm. it's it's a fine line too and i want to make this point for me this is me personally like there's a sense of like being authentic and really just just being real and just being like what's here what's alive and being like fearless and like sharing that you know it's really courageous to share in that way and then there's kind of like kind of this self-absorption thing of like everything is about me and I, I need to tell you like every every single thing I'm feeling and every single thing I'm eating and every single and like I don't I'm personally don't enjoy that so there's sort of this like thing of like I'm sharing you what's alive and what's authentic and I'm sharing it because I feel it would benefit you right? Mm. It's, it's actually an act of like service. Mm. Um, so that's kind of like, that's kind of like the, where I'm intending to come from. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you're kind of exploring that too. It's kind of an exploring, it's kind of an exploration of like um, something that um, actually a mutual friend of ours, Aaron, Aaron Merritt said one time that I really liked, we were in a circle and um, he was, somebody said, you know, should I talk about this or should I, should I share this? You know, and Aaron said, Aaron was the facilitator of the circle. And he said, um, if you feel it would be good medicine for others, then, then share it, mm. you know? 
And so that's really interesting. That's really interesting. That's kind of like, I think that's true. Like, is this good medicine for others? Um, and then, and then to share it. And of course, there's also times where we just, we just, we need support. We need people to help us and reflect things to us, but that's, that's a different. So it's, it's kind of like feeling into all of that, you know, it's all there at the same time. Yeah. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. It's a layered cake. You know, I feel for myself that um, there's an actual energetic prompting when it's something, this, this saying that I heard once um, from a reverend that I studied with that said, don't speak until you're spoken through. And oh, to yeah, me, yeah. yeah, that, that's the, the thing that, that always um, pings me is there's a difference between Julie just, blah, 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 you know, and sometimes I love to share and I love to chat and all that sort of stuff versus feeling undeniably moved to share something, even if I'm uncomfortable with it or um, if I haven't fully processed it yet, you know, um, and, and I trust that. I trust it so fully. Good things always come mm -hmm. from it. Yeah. And like, you know, the things that you share, like, for example, one thing I noticed that you're sharing about that I know a lot of people can relate to is like, um, living in a household with children and relationship and the family, having a family dynamic and what that's like and the challenges and the triumphs and the, the, the you know, the, the ecstasy and the agony at times. And like, you know, to be able to share that. So you're sharing something about your life that's personal, but other people can relate to it and it helps them, you know, yeah. it helps them to move through that same space for themselves. So speaking of which, why don't you talk about that for a little bit? So you, you had a big, major shift since i've i've uh, known you you know you were kind of independent and on your own and um what last two years maybe two now you have a a partner and you're living you're living together and you have and you have children that you're so what has that been like how is that i imagine i imagine that that's a great spiritual that's that's a spiritual teacher like having that situation you know you learn wow. and grow tremendously i have uh, it's I'm, go I'm going to uh, seek to articulate it, but it feels so dense. Um, I don't know uh, if I can articulate it fully, which is, yeah, Brian was right, man. I, I just now in, the, in this experience, and Marco has three kids, so, so you know, we're, we're a family of five over here. Uh, and just now I understand how free I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was so free. I lived probably one of the freest lives that that one can live on this planet. Um, you know, I was single and and I worked virtually so I could be anywhere that I wanted to live and um, you know, living in great towns such as Austin or LA or or uh, Asheville, which was just a beautiful rich experience right there. And and moving in here was like getting slammed into density, you know, like being in these upper chakras a lot of the time, you know, like community and love and ecstatic dance and yoga and prayer and visioning and nature. And then all of a sudden I got slammed into, you know, kid stuff, arguing, lunchtime, breakfast, lack of sleep, um, eating too many potato chips, uh, you know, all these really uh, earth density things that that I hadn't experienced before and it was um 
it's been so revelatory and, and such a beautiful teacher. And I, I think ultimately it, the first year was healing my little girl. Um, and it's, it's, it's still very deeply felt by me, obviously, but, um, you know, I grew up in a, in a, a household that, uh, uh, one could say was abusive and there was addiction in the house. Um, and my, res my human response to it was to, to shut down and to go in my room and close the door and just be by myself. Um, and being with Marco, who is so, uh, such a warrior conscious dude, like, let's talk about it. Let's stay in the room. Let's be with this experience. Um, and then watching him with his little girl, you know, and no matter how big she gets, no matter how dramatic, no matter how many tears, no matter how much stuff she brings up, he can just hold and hold and hold for her. And then I got to be held that way. I got to see her being held. And then I gave permission for myself to be held that way. And it was like, literally, I could not have done this without the years of work that I did before this. Um, and, uh, and here comes our Amazon dude. Hi, Amazon dude, mailman, bring in the packages. Thank you. <laughs> That's life right there. Um, and so it was deeply healing. He's having a hard time. This is a big package. You don't have to, okay, there we go. <laughs> um, and so it was, it was deeply healing and it continues to be deeply healing. Um, and it challenges me on, on a level that I've never been challenged, you know, to continually show up, to, um, to get out of my introversion and to, to, to be with these kids, but also to understand how to really take care of myself. Um, within this thing that I'm a big yes for. Uh, so it's, it's intense. I don't know if any of that made sense. Um, yeah, it totally makes sense. It's amazing. Welcome yeah. to Sarah Sutherland. Welcome to William Langlois. Welcome to Tracy again. Welcome to Marco's here. I saw him pop in somewhere. I saw welcome you. I see him Bernadette. <laughs> Robin, welcome everybody. Thanks for being here so much. If you have any questions or comments anytime, feel free to jump in and join the conversation. Welcome to Sue Hill Zapparelli. What a great name. Sue, uh, Sue says, that's what your gift is to them, Julie. <laughs> yeah. Super, super um, sweet, Sue. Sue knows a lot of the journey. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we. I totally relate to what you're saying. Like, you know, you're saying you're one of the freest people that, existed or that there was and you know i had the same i had the same life right so it's like i can i can be where i want work remotely um single independent um uh have a son so there there, there was some there was obligations there but but there was this general sense of like you know the ecstatic dance the all these things we you know, we'd see each other all these spots and we were just like in this same community and it was just like, wow, this is this is this is the place to be. This is the way to live. This is how you do it. You know, every really, really people who are really like creative, people who are really just free inside, people that are really interesting, people from all different parts of the country, all kind of came mm -hmm. together in in Asheville, and we're just 
and we were, we were doing it. And then, you know, you, like you just described, made this shift in your life. And then I myself um, moved into a community partnership too in the last year. And so we kind of made this journey. We kind of made this, we've kind of been kind of sort of tracking each other in some kind of yeah. interesting way, right? Not, yeah, t- not exact timing, but a similar, a similar timing. And yeah. um, there is a certain, there's a certain loss of freedom, which is like a freedom of being independent of like, mm-hmm. this is what I want to do, what I want to do it, how I want to do it, where I want to do it. Where, there's all that. But I find there's like a different kind of freedom that's like a deeper mm. freedom, which really the spiritual mm. freedom that mm. you, you, you access. Um, it's like a teacher to access more deeply and fully when you mm. think about yourself less, actually. That's yeah. why I would say it. When you think yeah. about yourself less, like literally, literally think about yourself less. Like I'm not thinking about myself as much. Like the story of me is not that important. And I'm just giving myself to others, which is really just giving myself to the moment, which is giving myself to life and the people who are in front of me. So if it's, if it's like children, you know, every day giving myself to them and being committed to them, you know, being committed to my partner, being committed to a, a community, being committed to my clients, you know, there's something about that that's actually mm. really liberating. And when, you're, when yeah. you're like continually thinking about yourself and obsessing about yourself and it's like there's actually – it, it seems like it's free and in a way and at some kind of outer surface level it's free, but on some deeper level, it's not free. I agree. And what I've been experiencing is a, a, a lasering of intention um, because there's not as much uh, time in the 3d sense to, to just, you know, process my stuff over days or or take literally <laughs> long walks you know and just really be in my introverted hermit self um it's everything has gotten lasered and focused mm-hmm. um so so not only my time with the kids is is more lasered when i choose to spend time with them when i choose to really be present i really want to be present you know i want to like touch them or ask them interesting questions. Um, I want, I want to know about them. Um, and then when I choose to do self care, I really want to take care of myself. You know, it's not, it's not just, uh, allowing that to be over hours. It's like, okay, I have 45 minutes. I'm, I'm going to go on a hike and be out in nature. Cause that's the thing that's most going to fill up my tanks. Um, and I really enjoy that. There's something about the masculine essence that I feel in that. Um, and and I'm seeing the feminine essence as the dance and the masculine essence as that like consciousness container and intention. And I, I feel way more intentionalized and way more um, able to hold this thing called Julie and the dance called Julie because of these three rascally, crazy, wild, amazing kids. Um, so it's, really added it's only added and expanded and amplified my life for sure it brings a sense of of groundedness right it brings a sense of like being anchored into something yeah yeah and you know and here's something else interesting that i want to share which is um 
So I'm really big on the North Nodes, people. If you're astro geeks, I'm I'm very big into astrology. And um, the North Node is our uh, the the direction of our soul's greatest fulfillment, and the South Node is our soul's mastery from a past life. And the deal is, if you focus too much on that South Node, it's unfulfilling, right? You've already done that. You graduated. You don't need to go back to that class. Um, and and, and my North Node is in Capricorn. So it's very much so about leadership and captain of the ship and, you know, masculine energy. And what I found is that a lot of my spiritual path, I've been in this airy fairy bubble. And um, just by getting grounded and having <clears throat> kids, well, let me go back. The, in the airy fairy bubble, I didn't really desire a lot. I didn't, I desired partnership, but other than that, I didn't desire material things. You know, I didn't want a car. I didn't really care about, you know, a fancy house or fancy clothes or anything like that. And it's like, Oh, I'm so spiritual. Like I want for nothing. I'm so, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and, but coming into this family unit, all of a sudden I want things for these kids. You know, I want lessons for them and I want them to to be able to go out on the lake and be in a boat and, you know, have all these experiences. And it has just brought me so much more into that masculine essence of my being, which is my North node, you know, that Capricorn, like, okay, I'm going to captain mm -hmm. this ship. I'm going to call in these things. Um, and it's so rewarding. Let's talk about masculine and feminine, actually, because I think that's another really important component of this authenticity. Cool. So I even noticed like the way that you and I, the way we relate, relate even here, like you're coming more from the feminine, I'm coming more from the masculine. And the, the, the masculine, um, the masculine kind of has a sense of like organization and structure and kind of, and we've talked about this too, like, the, the, like a lot of times when you and I would be in conversation, I remember one time you reflected to me, like you, Brian, will kind of like frame a beginning to it and frame an ending to it you know, kind of open it and close it, you know, kind of package it in a certain way. By the way, I'm just noticing I'm by some kind of airport or something. So sorry for the plane sounds that are passing by. But um, oh, awesome. <laughs> Lots of activity. In the last hour. So, <clears throat> so anyway, to authenticity, there's a, if you're a, a coach or you're a spiritual teacher, or you're a mentor or you're a, whatever you are, guide of some kind, there's sort of a, there's a, there's a masculine and there's a feminine expression and mm. the feminine can come across as kind of like messy. It's kind of like, it's kind of wild and sort of like, you know, emotion and feeling and movement and like, and there's something that's like beautiful about that to be totally fully embraced. Right. If that's the, the authenticity of where you're coming from in the moment, if you're in a fit and by the way, you can be a man or a woman and be in a feminine essence or a, a masculine essence, right? Right. So if the authenticity of, of what you are is feminine, then just like letting that flow. And I think as human beings, we may not be as used to that as far as like people presenting themselves and, you know, as public figures or whatever, or teachers from that dynamic. Um, so, or if you're authentically in, in a masculine essence to express yourself from that way, right? So you can't really necessarily judge like this is authentic, this is not authentic. But I want to make I want to point out to make space for the wild feminine being authentic, 
right? Does that make sense? Because I, because like you know, that's what I feel so beautiful about you when you get in certain spaces. Is you're just kind of just this this flow, you know? And it's just like, it's not my way, but it's really beautiful to like feel you, you know, express yourself from that space. Yeah, and I noticed when you started to talk about that, um, I was like, oh, that's so true. I have been like. I've been moving this whole time, I think, like my hands and moving in the screen and, and Brian's just been like holding, holding this container. Um, <laughs> that's so great. But, but you know, Brian, something that, uh, that has been really transforming for me is to, Marco, who's my partner for those listening, um, he is really big on something that he calls superstructure which is our matrix of beliefs that we hold to be true about our world, about life. And I've come to see this as the masculine essence, the spiritual masculine essence. You know, it's the, 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 the spiritual masculine essence of our being is that superstructure within us. And there's so many women in particular out there. I know men also have this experience, but I see this a lot in women who spirituality is so accessible, right? The ecstatic dance, the intuition, the magic, the miracles, the flow. And yet that superstructure, that masculine essence is, is missing. They don't, they don't have that superstructure filled out so that they can lean into it in times of uncertainty or confusion. Um, and in being around Marco, he's really helped me to identify that and really bring that online within myself. And I know that this might not be the conversation that you set out to have, but I also know that you're, you're a good flower as well. Um, totally. And I, I think that that's important uh, for, for women that have been on the spiritual path for a while and don't feel that there's an anchor point um, that feel that they're way more aligned with that. That flow and synchronicity and magic. And yet you know, uh, uh, maybe not able to produce things. And it's that superstructure, you know, what do you believe to be true? What are you holding conceptually in your field about life, about yourself, about um, your relationships? Yeah. So what would you call that? Well, what it, what it brings up for me is the subject of divine partnership, right? So, we, I mean, I guess there's a question for me, which is, is the relationship with Marco, is that partnership, is that, is he anchoring some of that for you? And, and, and are you anchoring some of the feminine for him? And you're kind of like being, you know, this balance for each other and, and co-creating from that space together. And I definitely like find that in my relationship is there, there's a sense of like, we're, we're bringing something together. We sometimes we call it playfully like the dynamic duo, right? So we're bringing something together that's like exponentially better than we could be separate, right? Yeah. So yeah. yes, you got it. You definitely, you want to be able to cultivate these things in yourself too. But I remember talking to someone, you know, there's, there's sometimes people, they create this separation division of like, it all has to be inside me. I have to access everything, but you don't. That's why we have a world of 7 billion human beings. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes people will reflect things to us that, that they did, they just have more access to than we do and vice versa. So do you find that your partnership has kind of supports that or brings another level of that? into being infinitely so uh yeah absolutely um and it it goes back and forth you know marco is very in touch with his feminine essence and i'm very in touch with 
uh, my masculine essence now. So while Marco is really great with anchoring me and providing that container in many different ways, um, and I'm really great with helping him get in touch with his intuition or his deeper feelings around things and um, connect our, or, you know, enjoying life, um, it also flips, you know? And in times when he's more in his wild feminine essence, I actually am called forth to hold the container for that. Um, and so it's been really fun, you know, Oh, I'm hearing that airplane. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they seem to be every few minutes. We're flying high. We're flying high. That's right. You know, being in a conscious relationship is definitely uh, the answer to, to many years of, of prayers on my part. This was something that I wanted with my whole heart. My deepest soul desires was to have a, a conscious partnership. And it is, it is, even more fulfilling than I imagined it to be. Um, and, and I see that in, in you and Annie too, that um, we are better togetherness, you know? Um, and I say this to Marco all the time, like, and, and I feel very synced with our missions together, you know? Uh, we, yeah. uh, it, 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 it truly feels like we, we plan to sync up in order to, to you know, light up this mission and, and really uh, do this work together. Um, and I always, I say to him often, you know, I, I don't, I couldn't do this without you. I mean, I know I could, I know that spirit would provide other people and yet it's just, we're so perfectly matched to, to really be our best together in this mission. Mm -hmm. I like what you're saying about if you're in the feminine, he's in the masculine, but if you go into the masculine, he goes into the feminine and it actually makes perfect sense to me because if you're like a unit, you got to balance each other out. Right? Mm -hmm. So I think that that's, that's really good for partners to recognize of like, mm -hmm. if one of one of them is switching into a different energy than there's their normal essence, then you may find yourself needing to switch into the opposite energy to bring that balance back into being. So that, I like that. I like that. That's, 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 I like that kind of reflection, uh, seeing how that can move. And um, that's really valuable to recognize. And Marco has been like, uh, I've been really loving some of the, you're sharing, uh, I saw on the, your Instagram, Practical Mystics, some quotes yeah. from him, really, really powerful. Marco Meme Maker, for sure. Yeah, he's, he's busting yeah. out some great quotes. And he's, he's doing a lot of quotes on superstructure. So providing principle, you know, spiritual principle, um, higher concepts. He's a Virgo in the ninth house for any fellow astro nerds out there. So he's uh, ninth house is higher consciousness. It's the the cosmic cowboy or cowgirl of the zodiac, and um, and then that Virgo getting all those details, do, 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 bringing them down to earth, putting them into organized form. That's good too, Brian. You know, and I want to look at your chart with Annie because um, it's it's so beautiful to see how. Marco and my chart fit together and how it's just so perfectly complementary. And in his chart, um, uh, you know, where he has feminine components, I have masculine components and then it totally switches where I have feminine components. He has masculine components. Um, so it really is this um, yin yang uh, holistic picture. Mm. Okay. I have a question about astrology. It's a little bit edgy. Are you, are you ready for it? I'm ready. Bring it. <laughs> okay. So my question is, 
astrology can help us to really like see ourselves and realize who we are, right? Or see someone else and realize who they are, right? But how do you how do you do that without? Because sometimes I find like people will like kind of label somebody or put somebody in a box of like, oh, uh-huh. you're this thing, and like I don't like you because you're this thing. I don't even know you yet, but because you correspond with this. You know, or because, or I do like you, or you're my twin flame because you, you're this, but I actually don't know you. But so how do we like, be, how do we like have it reflect us to like see somebody without like mentally boxing someone in and labeling them in? Does that make sense? That question? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and I think a lot of people relate to that question. Um, for me, uh, every, every single spiritual tool, whether it's astrology or meditation or prayer you know, even those that seem the, the, the holiest and purest, you know, every tool can become a trap. Uh, so, so within astrology, there is that which amplifies and teaches and helps and supports. And then there's the way of looking at it and using it, using it that becomes a trap um, where you feel victimized by the astrology instead of supported. And, mm. and I think that the, the best answer that I have for it is just to bring your mindfulness to any of these things, you know, and, mm. and when it's, you start to feel that constriction, um, then something's off, something's out of alignment. There's, there, there's something that, that's not being utilized to its highest. Um, and I believe that when we're using things to their highest, there's a sense of liberation. It's freeing, right? So um, the North Node, uh, I'll just bring that up again because I mentioned that earlier. Uh, whenever I discovered that, there was so much freedom that flooded through my system. And there were so many answers. Like, oh, that's why blah, 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 blah. Um, it all made sense. Now, there are, um, I have a dear friend. We have a dear friend in common, Sarah Sutherland. And we talk all the time about North Nodes. And, um, and sometimes I can... I get too much into thinking and I can feel it in my system, you know, Oh, I have to do it this way. And, and as soon as I feel that constriction, just, just release it, let it go. That's not a truth. That's not a high truth. Um, so, so that's how I would work with it. And, um, you know, I think that we all kind of have, a a tool that speaks to us in life in particular, you know, so whether that's tarot or astrology or nature, you know, we have something that for some reason works with us, you know, and just is uh, a superpower or a super tool of ours. And astrology is one of those for mine, man, for me, I just, uh, it opens doors like crazy. And there are very few doors that it closes. Mm. If anyone has any comments or questions, feel free to share. Say welcome to Jessica, who's in Sweden. Welcome, Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Uh, Sue's commenting. Tracy, Neil Foster, friend friend of ours from Asheville. Welcome, Sylvia. Sylvia in Germany. Phyllis is in South Carolina, like you. And yeah. Thanks, everybody. So um, tell me what you're most excited about now, like what you're getting into that, that um, excites you, that you're passionate about, that's inspiring for you. Well, actually, you know, everything that's going on over at Practical Mystics is, is very exciting to me. It, it feels like my, uh, my, one of my missions here on earth, you know, one of the reasons why I came down, which is really bringing 
the humanness and the consciousness together and and the awakening and the embodiment the shit and the bliss you know um bringing these things together and creating a place where people can come and practice this and study it and express it safely um you know and in a way you're doing the same thing i mean this is why we synced up we're definitely in the same soul pod for sure um and you know, we're creating all these, this video content and I've got a team of teachers that I work with, which has always lit me up to, to be in team, to be in communion with others. So, um, oh, Annie Marie, we would have loved to have had you girl. I would have loved to have had you here. Well, I'll have to do it again. I'll have to have you over in Practical Mystics TV and interview you both. Awesome. Love it. I'm yeah, and um, you know what I'm really working to create is a combination of like a media channel, a network, and a school um, combined together. And I think that that is, uh, you know, the new path that's revealing itself with all this technology these days. You know that it doesn't matter where you are; you can be in the most southern of southern towns. I'm South Carolina. And, uh, and be a wizard, you know, and find access to all of these tools and um, processes and practices and information. Um, so that excites me. Wonderful. Yeah, practicalmystics.com. You can check out, I had the link on set up there. So practicalmystics.com, you can check out what Julie's, everything she's talking about and what her and Marco were doing together. I have a question and from- also- uh, Oh, yeah. I was going to say also practicalmystics.tv. Both of those websites will do. Okay, practicalmystics.tv as well. There was a question from <laughs> Tracy, which I lost it, but it was relating to um, making time for yourself as opposed to, here we go. Tracy says, it's easy to want for others. How do we focus more on what we want for ourselves or should we even try? So to me, that brings up the question of like balance. Um, Mm. When you're totally giving the others, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you, good examples, when you fly in an airplane, they say, if you're, if you're going to crash, if we're going down, put the oxygen mask on yourself first, your children second, right? Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a balance of like, yeah, I need some self care to be able to be of service of others and to be available for others, or else I won't be uh, any any good or any use to anyone else. Um, and then, but if I'm and if I'm totally self absorbed, like I said before, then I'm missing what's what's um, is the high what I found to be the highest fulfillment, which is of being mm-hmm. uh, think I'm making a valuable contribution to other people in the world, mm-hmm. right? So it's like this balance of like I'm taking care of myself. And I'm making time to take care of others. And I find it's like a balance between those two. And it's kind of like continual mindfulness, continual presence to, to notice which one, which one needs the most at a particular moment. Yeah. And we're also unique, right? So, so there are some people that are more extroverted oriented, right? Um, and being with other people is how they fill up their tanks. And then other people are more introverted oriented and being by themselves is how they replenish and refuel. So it's important to know that. Um, and what I wanted to add to this is, um, 
you know, earlier when I said that everything can be a trap, every spiritual practice can be a trap, even serving others can be a trap. It can be a way for you to escape your own processing or really looking at and examining yourself. So, you know, I think it's good to, to consistently look at things and question things um, and, and to really be with yourself <clears throat> and what's coming up and, and where am I coming from when I'm giving to others? Is it an overgive? And that's that balance thing that you were talking about. And I, I, I think that there gets to be this, we get to redefine love. You know, love isn't giving to the point where I'm abandoning or sacrificing myself. That's not love. You know, love is when um, I'm, I'm giving to others and I'm giving to myself. You know, I'm giving from that overflow. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to love myself as much as I love others. Um, I'm willing to love others as much as I love myself, you know, whichever, whichever side of the fence you fall on. Yeah, it feels like loving myself, others is loving myself. That's great. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's the ultimate truth. You know, it's like, it's like, the other thing I find interesting, like, spiritual conversations is just kind of like the, sort of the 3D level and the kind of the transcendent level, right? So, and I, I tend to speak to both of them. So sometimes it's confusing which one I'm like referring to. There's like this transcendent level where it's like, yeah, everybody is myself. I am everybody. If I love every, if I love anyone, I love myself. I love myself. I love everyone. And that's like the ultimate truth, you know? And yeah. it's, it's really good to realize that. And like, and then there's also like, and I need a shower right now, you know? And, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. And this, and my, you know, my son needs a bath or, you know, whatever. It's like, there's this, there's this practical balance in the, in the, in the world of duality, in the world of um, the 3D world of like, how much time am I giving to myself? How much time am I giving to this person? Because I guess it's really the world of time because there's only so much time in a day. Right? Yeah. So it's like, um, it kind of goes to what you were saying about that kind of laser focus of like, mm. you know, this 45 minutes, let's make it you know, really powerful for me. 45 minutes make it really powerful for for my daughter or my son or my partner and like mm -hmm. being able to balance that out throughout a week or throughout a day um then you're you find that like because if you don't do that then you'll find i find i found with myself or with clients i work with if you don't do that you know and it can really be detrimental to to all the other aspects as well you said I missed something. You said if I don't do that, and then you cut out. Yeah, if I if we don't do that, one of those areas can really be lacking, right? Mm. So it can really be missing. If you if, if you're consistently not giving energy to um, your partner, if you're consistently not giving energy to your children or to yourself, then mm -hmm. it affects all the other areas anyway. Yeah, yeah, and and this is our tool. This is our vehicle for learning. You know, so we get to be. Um, scientists in this lab uh and mm -hmm. to continually show up and and seek to learn more about loving ourselves uh more about learning learning how to love others more about this thing called balance um so just a permission slip for everyone to be compassionate and loving with yourselves and you know it's an ongoing process as long as you have a body you're <laughs> you're you're learning and growing on earth mm -hmm. uh, so you might as well mm -hmm. just treat it as such Here's, a, here's an interesting question about being fully human. We're getting into like the, the final few minutes. And uh -huh. is it being fully human? 
I'm questioning, like, you have somebody that's like, just let's say really, and maybe I'm kind of answering the, maybe I'm kind of answering the question in the question, but you have somebody that's kind of like, um, really a lot of anger, a lot of like, um, kind of rude, a lot of, um, mean, like all these things, you know? And they're like, Hey, I'm just like being myself. I'm just like being human, you know, like what's the difference between that and what we're talking about? Does that make sense? That question? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I would, I would use the word alignment. And when I say Mm -hmm. that, I mean, yourself with your higher self. So someone can be just in their lower self and, and being totally authentic with that lower self. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what you were just talking about. You know, that is Mm -hmm. a, an authentic lower self 3d expression, which is valid. That is a valid path. Um, but what we're talking about is that awakening and the embodiment, the alignment of those two, um, where I have accessed something greater than myself, call it spirit, God, love, you know, universe, source, energy, whatever you want to call it. And I have aligned that with my lower self. So I've, I've learned how to check my ego, how to bring my ego into balance. I've learned how to identify my gifts and talents and how to, how to start to bring them to the table. I've learned how to, to use life circumstances as vehicles for growth. Um, and now I'm putting that all into practice, right? I'm taking that to the street. I'm willing to show up and get agitated at the grocery store. I'm willing to show up to a house full of crazy kids and be authentic there. You know, I'm willing to show up with my partner and be vulnerable um, and real and transparent. So um, I think that's what you and I, and you know, I'd love to hear from you. I I think that's what you and I really talk about when we say fully human. It's it's not fully, you know, uh, lower self human. It's that aligned self human. Yeah, I, I like. I really resonate with what you're saying. I think because that's something I find sometimes is people use it kind of as an excuse. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, you're an asshole. I'm just being myself and telling. I'm just telling you. You know, we have a president that does that, right? I'm just. This is just. I'm just expressing myself. Just telling you what I think. You know, I'm. I'm real. Yeah. You know? But that's not really like what we're talking about. Um, right. There's like a sense of like, like the way the way I was feeling into what you were saying is like because I'm I'm asking myself the question right too, and it's like, I think one difference as like I've evolved on my journey is like, there can be a range of feelings. There can be a range of thoughts. There can be a range of um, whatever the full range of universe is. It's there's access to it. Right. But mm-hmm. one thing I noticed is difference is I'm really mindful not to blame anybody else mm-hmm. for what I'm like feeling or like to like, to like make it anyone else's fault or even to make it my fault or to blame myself. Right. Mm-hmm. There's just like, Oh, this is, it's almost like um like practical mystics, right? It's almost like it's like a it's like a mystery. It's like, oh, this look at this feeling. This is what's happening right now. Look at this thought. This is what's happening right now. I don't need <laughs> to like blame you for it or like say it's your fault or you know you need to do anything I tell even about it. But I just want to tell you from this from the space of like all openness and authentic authenticness and intimacy, like this is what's alive in this moment, you know. And then in mm. five minutes it will be something different. Mm. Mm. I love that word alive, you know, being fully human is really finding that sense of, to me is finding that sense of aliveness. Cause when, when I'm in that lower self solely, it doesn't feel very alive. You know, <laughs> it, be, it feels pretty darn constrictive and itchy and irritating. Um, like Sue's saying, um, 
and when I let that higher self in, when I let that, that sense of connectedness and alignment in, um, life starts to feel alive. You know, I, I, Mm -hmm. I can walk through life and I have skills and tools that help me bring that sense of aliveness, um, or have compassion for not having that sense of aliveness (laughs) to it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I had a guest on a couple weeks ago. Um, and I was, uh, we, the theme was actually authenticity. Corey Katuna is her name. And um, mm-hmm. I talked to her beforehand. I'm like, how are you feeling? And she's like, plain. And I'm like, that's so great. That's so, that's an authentic expression of the moment. You know, I'm feeling plain. Yeah, like, just I love to, that. Just to like honor what you're feeling and communicate it. Like it, it, the other part that's really important is and it, that's what allows the energy to move. It's like when we're resisting, when we're trying to ignore, trying to avoid, then we're stuck. It's like it has yeah. power over us, you know? But if we yeah. can say, hey, I'm feeling kind of plain. It, it, it's, it doesn't have a hold over us, you know? There's, there's something liberating yeah. that allows the energy to move because any feeling is just temporary. It's just of the moment. Yeah. And how wonderful. And, and how much, and, and this isn't true for everyone out there, but um, for a lot of people, it takes a lot of work to get to that point, to be able to, like you said, stop the blame game, stop projecting <laughs> it outwards, to bring your focus inward, to really be able to examine the feels, you know, um, to, like nonviolent yeah. communication, which I'm, I'm nuts about. I love that. And yet when I first started practicing too. it, part of nonviolent communication is to say how you feel. And most people say a thought, you know, I feel, um, well, well, I've practiced it for so long now. I can't think of the opposite, but, um, you know, true feelings are, are sometimes this mystery, you know, and you got to really be present for a while to, to connect with how you truly feel. How am I really in this moment? And that's masterful. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that authentic, like being aware. So that, that's, that ties in, I think one of my primary teachings or things I point to, which is being in the moment, right? Being present. Cause it's only when you're present that you can even have awareness of what you're feeling. Like if I'm, if I'm not here, if I'm not here with you, I don't have no idea what I'm feeling, but if I'm here with you, it's like, Oh, I notice I'm feeling excited. I notice I'm feeling um, afraid. I know, you know, and it, it allows us to connect and engage and it allows me to connect and engage with myself, which actually, you know, paradoxically brings this deeper level of empowerment when I can be yeah. in touch and connected to what I'm feeling and communicate then, then we're, we're here, we're engaged. There's, there's creativity that can happen. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Yay us. Yay us. I love it. Mm-hmm. One of your missions is, is to be here now, right? Is the present moment and this authenticity and vulnerability that you bring so beautifully. And I would say one of mine is to, to love your human. Um, so, so what a great practical mysticism is happening right here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, they totally go together, for sure. Um, anything, any, like, final words of, I won't play pressure on anybody saying wisdom, but any final words of anything that you'd like to share with the great people that are listening and viewing now and will be after this? Hmm. Hmm. Let me see. <sighs> Uh, okay, so it's interesting. This like a uh, Bible quote comes up, <laughs> but it's the thing that ran through my brain, which is uh, 
Have you heard this Bible quote before? Uh, you are my beloved in whom I am well pleased. Probably, yeah. Yep. That just came up to, 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 to share. So, so perhaps there's just one person that needed to hear um, and not coming from God on a cloud kind of um, theology, but more so like um, just reminding everybody that they're, that they're loved. I think that this uh, loving our human thing is so Herculean and, and there's so much um, pain and confusion around that. But just to remember that, that you're loved by life itself, infinitely so, um, infinitely so. Yeah. And Sue says, be gentle with your human. Yeah. That's a great point is the sense of when you really start to embrace the full humanness of yourself, there is a sense of unconditional love. That's a really important mm -hmm. point. I think we haven't like, we haven't said it that in that clear of a way to this point, but mm -hmm. the sense of like, yeah, like if I, the more I embrace my human as divine and my divine is human, then I love myself, you know, as I am. And it doesn't mean mm -hmm. I can't change or grow or evolve or get better in certain ways. I can, but I love myself as I am right now, which paradoxically is probably, I would say that's what allows one to evolve and grow when we love ourselves as we are in the moment. And then um, kind of mentioned this earlier, but we're definitely worth saying again that when you love yourself as you are, it then opens that gateway to love another, you know, yeah. as they are. Yeah. 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 And it can all start by knowing that you're loved, you know, even if you can't love yourself, right. Um, that, that you are loved, that there is mm -hmm. something greater than you that is loving you right now, you know, even in moments mm -hmm. when you can't access that. So love is present. Love is ever present. It's right there. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Brian, for having me on your show. I loved seeing you and chatting with you and it just makes me want to schedule a phone date. Yes. I agree to all that. I've, you're welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for, for being here. Really enjoyed this. I feel like my, my spidey senses are telling me that the people that are viewing and listening are really enjoying this. And um, I, hope so. I think it inspires me to want to share more together with you guys and create more together. Woo! So, yay! Yeah. yeah. Y'all bought one-way tickets, right? So we don't know when you're back in Asheville. Yeah, we'll be back for sure. We just don't have the ticket, but we'll be back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Thanks, we're going to have Julie. a big date. A big... Okay, thank you, Brian. Thanks, Thanks everyone. I send you love. Mwah. All right. That was super fun. Dot com. And again, if you missed the opening... Silent Retreat coming up at the end of August, Gainesville, Florida, beautiful spot. Um, next level, quiet place, register to join us. Check out the travel blog. I'm excited about that, sharing the, sharing the journey here. I'll be sharing on uh, Facebook. I'll be sharing uh, on my blog, on my website. Um, so if you're, if, you're, if you're watching this on Facebook, then probably this is the place to find it. Um, but you can also find it on my blog. You find it on Instagram as well. I'll be back next week, same time, uh, with a really exciting guest I'll tell you about in a few days. And um, I will see you in the next now. Goodbye from Sweden. <laughs>